It's the Dear Auntie Podcast with your favorite aunties, Carm and Co. Talk to me. What's going on with you? You need advice and they've got the answers. Auntie gonna keep it real. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. You're tuned in to the Dear Auntie Podcast. Podcast. We are your favorite aunties. I'm Co. And I'm Carm. And we are here to give y'all some real advice based on our real lives and nothing else because that's literally all that we have to pull from that's is our personal experiences. <laughs> that's all we got. So before we get into it, I want to ask you a question mm-hmm. because I really, really love Auntie Tab. I don't know if you follow uh, Tabitha Brown, but um, anytime I want to feel good or get some inspiration, I go to her page and look at her videos. But I came across a video and I don't know what happened to it because I wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. But long story short, she said in the video that she wished she had said yes to more things in her life as she starts to age. And now she's making these funny videos where she's in uh, perimenopause mm-hmm, right now. I did see those, yeah. Um, but she says that she wishes that she had said yes to more things. Do you feel like that? You're about to hit the big 4-0 soon. Don't do that. <laughs> You're I about to be a, over, the, a, over the hill. a whole year and nine months that I'm holding on to for dear life. <laughs> I say yes and no. Um, I definitely think I have, I have a mother who will not try anything new, doesn't mm-hmm. want to, you know, very much so in her, she like what she like and she going to stick to yeah. what she know. I have a lot of that in me. So in that sense, I definitely would love to do more things that I ordinarily wouldn't do. But I've been saying this is going to be my year of no. Saying no to the thing, because I say yes to things that I should say no to. Like, mm-hmm. yes to opportunities that aren't really an opportunity that's really a favor I'm doing for somebody. You know, like those types of things mm-hmm. I'm saying no to. So I'm yes and no. What about you? Okay. Do you feel like you should say yes more? Um, I like the concept, this concept for our nieces that are out there that might oh, be thinking them. about that. For them. <laughs> no, no, no. I, because I am the girl that basically says yes. Oh, I you say are yes girl. to a lot of things, okay. but I think in a different sense than what you were talking about, I am a no girl when it comes to boundaries. Like, okay. I will say, no, I ain't doing that. I'm not loaning you no money. I'm not that girl. But I will say yes to, like, new food, new experiences, okay. new friendships, new That's thoughts, good. you know, whatever. I'm a yes girl. So, I just want to encourage uh, the nieces out there and the aunties, if you are feeling like you want to go explore the world, if you want to try a new career, if you want to try new food, say yes to those things. Don't be scared to get out of your box um, and try things that are new. I actually have um, a friend who is doing that this year for herself, and it's so exciting to see because Mm -hmm. she um, still lives back home where we're from in Virginia. And me and her were having a conversation, and she said, you know, all this time, I've been staying here in Virginia because I felt like I had to be here because my mom wanted me to be here. And I haven't really, over my last 37 years, haven't really explored things that I wanted to explore. So this belief that you, yeah. Yeah. And I, and you know, it really made me sad, but I was glad for her that she decided this year is the year that she's going to say yes. That is so, I think this is definitely an auntie thing. Mm -hmm. The nieces is out here trying stuff, baby. Okay. This is the auntie. Some stuff y'all need to to say no to, but I think, a lot of us, we are making decisions based on what our moms told us. Sometimes we can't even identify that that is where these decisions are coming from. And how I was mentioning earlier, you know, my mom is this type of person. A lot of times we are who we are because of what we've seen. And yeah. that's all that we know. So I think now, especially for people like me who are creeping up on, you know, this major milestone, this big old hill, you start to look at some things and you start to consider 
the roots behind some of these beliefs? Mm -hmm. And have you boxed yourself in for 37 years yes. based on what somebody else convinced you to do or was afraid Absolutely. of you doing? So, so next time you Check go yourself, to girl. the restaurant, order something besides the chicken fingers. Ooh. Now, now, food, that's a real challenge. Maybe I need to challenge myself. <laughs> to what do you usually some. order? Whatever it is, it's the same thing. The same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, I don't need to look at the menu. Whatever I like last time, I want to get it because it's safe. That's I know I'm going to like it this time. Yeah, I'm going to try to do better. All right. What are you over? We haven't done an over, auntie's over it. We in have a not, but I got plenty stored up. Uh, this next one I'm going to say is I am so tired of people going hard for the wrong stuff. I feel like y'all be going hard for the wrong stuff. Things y'all want to fight for your right to do foolishness for whatever reason. Standing on business for some bullshit. Standing on business for some BS. Mm. And I really don't get it. Why don't y'all go fight for your right to have health care, to have equal pay, to uh, I don't know something besides the bullshit that y'all be fighting for? What so let me give you. Carmen? Let me give you an example. On my Facebook page last week, I had posted something. And on my Facebook page, if you are, are friends with me, you know sometimes I'm a little tongue-in-cheek. I'm a little, you know, sometimes I'm funny, sometimes I'm serious. So in this post, I was doing both. I was being funny and serious at the same time. And I said, PSA, we are all getting a little too old to be posing in pictures with our middle fingers up and our tongues out. Okay. And boy, did I ever... Was it a man or a woman in a the woman. picture? Okay. Um, well, I didn't, I wasn't commenting on a particular picture. It was just my status. Oh, okay, it was just my you. status. Okay. Um, and you know, I like to get the conversations going. So somebody came onto my post. I won't say her name. She said to me, she's not gonna say your name, but she has your post pulled up. She's yeah, reading it. She's gonna read it's it. right here and it screenshot it. <laughs> and they can see your name. Um, it says, I'll keep sticking my tongue out and sticking up my middle finger. I don't usually adhere to respectability politics or care to be politically correct in the eyes of the general public. For me, life's too short to be worried about any of that, especially given that decorum is subjective. I'm just not going to be toned down or just every time what's considered acceptable shifts. And to that I say, you full of it. <laughs> because... The truth of the matter is decorum doesn't really shift all that much. Um, the same decorum that existed in the 50s, same decorum that exists now. If a woman gets on and, you know, well, these are the things that should exist. Y'all are out of pocket right now in, in this day and age. If a woman gets on a train and all the men are sitting down, a man should stand up and let that woman sit down. Mm -hmm. If a pregnant lady gets on a train, somebody should let her sit down. Um, if you come to somebody's house and you're invited to a dinner, you should bring something with you. You should bring an appetizer or a bottle of wine. If somebody comes to your wedding, you should send them thank you cards if they give you a gift. There are certain things, rules and regulations to keep this society mm -hmm. glued together that we have. And one of them that I think that we should continue to maintain is self-respect. Self-respect. So to me, what purpose does putting your middle finger up in your picture actually have? What purpose does sticking your tongue all out your mouth actually have at the age of 40? 40 plus. What are you trying to prove? You might not be trying to get a job. 
But I know one thing, if you are, employers are going to look right at your profile and click delete on your application. I know if you're trying to get a man, depending on what kind of man, any man with some good sense, he going to swipe right past your profile. If you got a picture on Tinder with your middle finger up and your tongue hanging out your mouth. I just don't understand the desire to fight for things that do you no service. Why are y'all fighting? That's what you got on my post to fight for? Politically correct respectability politics everything i'm tired of y'all overusing that term too respectability politics really everything that involves the quorum is not bad res- behavior thank you y'all just don't want to be held accountable and i wish i would just say that instead of coming onto my page and my comments leaving ridiculous comments we're gonna like have that. a whole episode about social media etiquette for that reason please right there let, because let that lady Miss Nameless, she should have went and posted that on her own page. If you feel that strongly about it, take that shit to your page. I stated what I wanted to state here at my home. Okay. You don't bring your ass to my house and tell me what I should have said and how I should have said it and what you think about it. So much etiquette that has gone out of the window. And what she said about um, decorum being subjective, that's the bonnet girl at Walmart says that decorum is subjective. It's that's not who boo. thinks that it's subjective. Yeah. Only that girl. Um, so what I'm over. What are you over? I am standing ten toes down, and it ain't. It's on business and not on bullshit. And I've said this several times, okay. but America is trying to kill us. I am over okay. living in a country. I didn't try to leave y'all. I don't know where I'm gonna go. So I'm probably just gonna be here being <laughs> I feel a hypocrite. Like you might move to Jamaica. We'll see. I am Jamaican, but America is definitely trying to kill us. We talked about the toilet tissue that's okay. killing us. The paper towels. I've my household has swapped out to bamboo. Household products, toxic cleaning products. So all of y'all that, you know, you go around swearing that cleanliness is next to godliness. I'm sure that it is, but it could be killing you. If you are using those cleaning products. I'm going to still throw a little bit. If you're still using those cleaning, if you are putting in bleach water. in your sink, on your food, in your di- The things that we do in the name of cleanliness, is it beneficial if it kills you? cleanliness to kill yourself i don't know something to consider um starbucks we're finding out that starbucks has pesticides in their drinks the cups that starbucks serves their drinks in are toxic that's wild the paper cups because we heard about plastic right i felt like as long as i get away from plastic i'm doing good but no the paper will kill you too and if that's not enough y'all not only are the paper cups killing you but my home now we've had to throw away our coffee mugs because apparently the lead in the paint and all of these ceramic dishes and mugs Mm. and things that we're using on a daily basis feeding and serving our children from are full of lead poisoning us on a daily basis so i am personally over having to literally every single detail i gotta pay attention to every single thing that i taste that i touch that i see that i buy for my children that i put in my mouth that i put on my body that i every single thing is just full of so many toxins it's like it's a setup you should run for office so i'm over it Personally. I'm not running from on op- for office, on but I platform. am starting a blog. Um, <laughs> and on my blog, for people who are crazy like me, and not even just crazy, but when you become a mom, because I was like this before I was a mom. I've been like this mm-hmm. for myself. But when you have kids, there are certain things that you're just not willing to risk. Right. So you get a little crazier than you probably already were, but you can go down a rabbit hole on all of the toxicity. But America's trying yeah. to kill us, and I'm over it.
You ready to get into some Thank you. Tea Thank time? you for that. I'm, um, yeah, I mean, I want to go back to that, though, because, oh, okay. you know, I'm not going to stop doing any of this stuff. None of it? I, j- I just had my, a Starbucks tea on the way here, and I thought about you. Because she already and knew. I was like, mm, these pesticides are tasty. Carmen, <laughs> I can, people like that. Real good. Yum. This is why y'all love us, right? Literally um, the opposite. We yeah. are... <laughs> I was like, wow, this toxicity is banging. Tasty. It's tasty. Um, no, I'm still going to use bleach and all of that. But, you know, I did change you my seasoning. with bleach? I, did. I don't. Okay. I don't. Um, I know that's like an old wives tale. People do that. But I use bleach to mop. I use bleach to clean my bathroom. I'm a real clean freak. I know. So bleach is like my Your number thing. one candidate. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm proud of you for, for taking on that mission, but I just don't have the energy or the strength. But I did get rid of my seasonings that you sent me. Okay. Okay. And I that's did a change start. And that's my a big laundry one. detergent. That's big. Yeah. 80-20. We cannot be perfect and literally the air outside is killing there us. You so go. I'm not that crazy, but it's just, I'm I'm trying. Thank you for sharing. Speaking of trying, let me tell you who's not trying. Who need to try a little bit harder? Who that? I'm, I'm, I got low-key embarrassment. The nieces is out here cutting up on the internet, y'all. Zanique. What she do? As if your mama and daddy don't be out here doing enough. <laughs> and when I say they be doing... They be doing the most. Okay. A lot. They do... T.I. and Tiny, they do enough on their own to where I thought that maybe... It goes both ways. Either the child grows up and does exactly what they've seen, or they do the, the opposite. opposite because they're like, I want nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like you are growing up to do something similar to what you've seen. The father that you chose for your ch- for your child is embarrassing you on this internet. And I don't even know if he's embarrassing you. I kind of think you're embarrassing yourself because I think that you were behind the posting of these embarrassing videos. So we're going to play this mm-hmm. video so that y'all can see what we're referencing. Like, goddamn. Do you think that we would be together if we didn't have a child? And why? No. They asked me some good questions. No. Why not? Because I feel like a lot of shit, you had an image in your mind of raising a with a, with a, with a two-pound on. So you tolerated a lot of shit. So you just stayed. I wouldn't be with you, Diva. Okay, so <laughs> tell your wife. Don't tell my wife. Tell your wife. Because I have four kids, and this is the only kid that I was in the household with from start to finish. So it's something that I don't want to take from her as well. But I would admit, Ooh. like, kick you to the goddamn career. Well, why? Uh, bro, this shit. So in this video, he basically, she she's reading questions from... Uh, Instagram live or questions that have been submitted and one of the questions is do you think that y'all would be together if you didn't have this baby and immediately he's like immediately no like excuse like, you n- like it was an outrageous question of course we would not be together if we didn't have this baby and she's like why why you say that like why why wouldn't we be together and he's like well you just you put up with a whole lot of stuff because you got this idea in your head of our child being raised by two parents. So you put up with a whole lot more stuff. Oh, what an idea you would put, to you have would put a two-parent household. What, why, why would you? Zanik mm-hmm. and everybody out there who thinks that that is cute or laughs and giggles when somebody is playing in your face. I mean playing. Playing in your face publicly. 
I just don't even want to imagine what this boy does. Privately. I mean, yeah, behind the scenes. And if I feel he would like, embarrass you in that way. Ugh. I feel like our nieces continue to put up with that kind of stuff. Um and we've seen a we've seen a couple of cases in the last few weeks mm-hmm. or months or so. Another one is Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. Um getting embarrassed. Simone Biles, I'm pretty sure ninety nine percent of Americans know who Simone Biles is, but apparently her husband didn't when they met. And he felt the need to go on another one of these podcast situations. Um, I think it's called, what is it called? The Pivot. The Pivot. And discredit his wife. And discredit his wife on this this podcast. <sighs> and he basically said, I'm the catch. I didn't know who she was before we got together. And she just sitting there cheesing. <laughs> he was <a> catch. <laughs> so th- things like this, though, Carmen, make me question whether or not we are doing a disservice. And I'm talking about myself when I mm-hmm. say we advocating for marriage and relationships so strongly mm-hmm. because are we making these girls feel like they should just accept anything so that they can have something? Have we preached so much that you need to get in a relationship? A woman need to be with a man and you need to be submissive. Have we preached that message so much? Now you know that you're talking these to the young right one. girls <laughs> are now starting to believe that I should just accept any man so that because the world says I need to have one, I'm starting to question. Now you're talking my message. language, Auntie Co. I absolutely 100% believe that. I think the patriarchy is trying to take us all out. And I think the sooner women decenter men from their lives and live their lives based on their own needs, the right men will come your way. But when you center men and put men at the center of your universe, you're bound to fail. You bound to drizz down and you are bound to get embarrassed. So this video came out. She, of course, had to respond to the video because it mm-hmm. went to all the blogs. Everybody's laughing at her. Her That's response, sad. though. What was her response? Her I didn't see her response. response was, oh, I, um, basically, like, I expected y'all to laugh. Like, I thought this was funny. I can't believe y'all didn't laugh about it. That was part of her response. But the other part of her response is what's concerning. The other part of her response was, we not together anyway. I'm gay. She's claiming to not be with this baby daddy anymore. She's not mad about it. She was just joking. Oh, and I like girls anyway. Wait a minute. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Zanink. Okay, we're back I'm to sorry. We're okay, back to Zanink. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was like, Simone is no, gay? No, not Simone. We're back to Zanink. Okay. So her response to everybody basically saying, girl, this is embarrassing. Her response was, it was funny. Why y'all didn't laugh? Ha, ha, ha. I was just joking. I like girls anyway. So that led me to another belief. I really went down a rabbit hole oh because my. Auntie Cole... I do a lot of kikiing, and I tell a lot of jokes and do all of the things, but in my heart of hearts, I really want us to do better. Yes, right? Please. And so we can laugh and talk and giggle and gossip all day long, but I'm really thinking, like, what is, what is this girl really thinking? And not just what are you thinking, but how many other gay girls, because homosexuality mm-hmm. is just, like, the thing to do, the person to be, the, these days, how many of y'all are choosing or pretending or being gay for pay based on somebody hurting your feelings? Well, I think I think a lot of I, I'm gonna say a lot. I think some people do go that route. I think obviously my take is that people are born gay. That's you feel my like take. you had to say that, Carmen. No, I, I do have Carmen to say. Felt it. like she needed to say I, that. You ain't never gonna get me got. I'm not getting got on the dear auntie poor kids, okay? But what I will say, because I, I really do believe that. I believe people are born gay. But I do also believe there's a specific set of people that 
I'm making a choice. That that choose to do that for the reasons that you outlined, like whether it be domestic violence, whether it be sexual abuse, you know, that just feels like the safer option. And I think specifically, not that this doesn't happen with Mm -hmm. men, but a lot of women decide they're going to be gay Mm -hmm. after their feelings have been hurt by men. These are the women that have three, four, five kids, and now they're dating a woman who's helping raise this child. Like, girl, you were not gay. You got your feelings hurt. It did not work out. And so now you're going to explore other options, which is totally fine. But do you think she's actually, do you think that she was just saying that because she wanted people to, like, leave her alone? 100% I do. But what I'm saying is I think that a lot of girls, young girls, are doing this. They're saying, oh, well, so-and-so started a rumor about me at school, or so-and-so founded my business, so now I'm just going to be gay. You know, it's like I'm just going to turn to living this alternative lifestyle because what I really wanted didn't work out. And I am just saying, nieces, don't feel like you have to fake it or become somebody else based on anybody else's opinion. Now, Zanik, I think you did that to yourself. Hopefully this is a lesson Mm -hmm. that you just obviously needed to learn the hard way. But, sis, please do better. Yeah, for sure. And the baby daddy was just seen with Krishan also out in the club with Krishan Rock. So he's literally planning your face, girl. Literally. Well, Please. I would just walk away from that because nobody wants to rumble in the in the streets, rumble in the jungle with Krishan. Nobody. Um, so you know, especially if her tooth ain't in that day. Girl. So let's move right along. But the the message to the nieces is this. Don't let any man that you're with downplay your success. Do not let him walk all over you, especially in the public eye. Cause we talked about this on one of our um most recent episodes where Men who are trying to downplay their wives or their girlfriends or even in abusive relationships and not saying that this is the case here, but sometimes they try to make little jokes, little mm-hmm. jokey jokes. <laughs> ain't, ain't no joke. And it's not really nothing funny. He's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, L- L- Larson. A joke. Larson, Speaking of jokes. Larson. Larsa. 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 I don't know. What's her name? Pippin. The lady. The lady that's married. Scotty Pippin's that was married. To, yeah. Her. <laughs> And Michael Jordan Jr., they be having sex five times a day, they said. So, uh, do what you want to do with that information. I don't want to do nothing with that information. I want to get out of their group chat. (laughs) I want that lady to stop doing these interviews, embarrassing Scottie Pippen, ruining his legacy, putting us in their business. And embarrassing herself with this young child. Why does she still have his last name, too? It's like, just drop that name. And go live your best life. moving. Yeah. And um, Michael Jordan Jr., I'm starting to feel like, do you have a vendetta against your father? Do you not like him? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. He hates his daddy. A hundred percent. Wow. Girl, you think that he would be out here doing these things? I wonder, is he in the wheel? He Don't probably was. Get written out, brother. He probably was. Yeah, but what she said about them having sex five times a day, I feel like. Who has time for that? Who has. She literally said every day. Like, she didn't just say sometimes when we on vacation, we have sex five times in one night. She said, I have sex five times a day every but day. But let's be real. Is You're that not, not doing why that. he's with You're her. not doing that. And if you are, then yes. That's why men get with women like you, but you're not doing that every day. So to say that it's just like I just think what are you getting from that? Yeah, let's just relax on that. And I don't I just don't want any the whole reason I want to talk about this is because I don't want anybody getting any ideas. That that's what you need to do. Especially my husband. I don't especially I don't want him to see that in the news. On Girl, because if you room. get it five times this week, okay, and, let's talk about five congratulations times. Congratulations if you made it to five times this week. When you were working, working woman, a mom, a pet parent, a this or that. Not school. a pet parent. Throw that in there, baby. That dog is taken care <laughs> hey, of. Okay? my little labradoodle, baby. Um, but yeah. So, anywho, I just stun a girl. Who is that? 
your guess is as good as mine. I heard your children talking about it, so I wanted to bring it to your attention. And, no clue who that is. But the main reason I wanted to bring it to your attention is because she called basically Sierra, oh, hating ass. This is such a rapper? She's a rapper or a singer or something? Stunner girl? Yeah, she's a rapper, okay. I think. Um, and she basically said because Sierra would not clear a sample that she wanted to use on one of her songs that she was hating. And so she says, um, I forgot what the quote is. I actually, actually I do. I have it in my phone. Let me pull it. Cause I want y'all to hear exactly what this young lady said. She said, I literally hate when producers use samples. These artists be acting like they made the beat. There's so many people that use that beat, but Sierra's team. Now she putting this on Twitter. Sierra's team writing me saying she personally contact them about me. But anytime I don't use the beat, that was sampled by a white artist, they didn't give AF. And so she goes on to say that Sierra can't be serious when she's preaching girl code. She better go moonwalk through some venues and leave me the F alone. First of all, little girl, little oh, nameless. Oh, oh, last part. That girl code be fake. These old hoes be hating. So that's exactly what I was about to comment on. Thank you for adding that. Because y'all think that because I say I love black women, that I'm about to let you play in my face because you're a black woman. That does not mean that I'm not going to have boundaries, that Doesn't I'm not going to stand up for myself, that I am just going to let you get away with murder because you're a black woman. Then I'm going to let or, you play with my money. Yeah, get out of here. I hate when people do that. I hate it. It's happened to me so many times. Like That doesn't mean I'm just going to go along so with some bullshit times. because you think I'm supposed to be this nice girl or whoever you think I am. No. So I'm, I'm not, supposed to no. let you use my beat for two cents because you want to and, and because who, I'm a black woman? Who are you, stutter girl? It's just nasty. And so I say all that to and say... And you posted that. Who would ever work with you? Like, you get out of here. You posted that, but more, the, the point of all of this is two points I want to make. The first thing is... I'm tired of the younger generation feeling like older women are hating on them when they're trying to give them solid advice or do things. Or when we that, don't co-sign bad behavior. Or when we don't co-sign BS. Okay, Sierra is a businesswoman. She's been in the game way longer than you. Way more recognizable than you. You trying to use her shit. You trying to use her beat. I think she knows a thing or two about business and how it should go. Financial um you know, whether it be finances, branding, marketing, whatever the case may be. Or maybe the song is horrible and she didn't like it. Anything. It's her. It could be anything. But the, her the point that you're missing is it's hers. It's her prerogative. She does not, the younger generation has so much um, entitlement mm -hmm. for other people's things. And I just don't like it at all. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, what is my second point? I don't know. <laughs> I was getting there. You but was moreover, the moreover, that's the point of it all. Sierra don't owe you nothing. Nobody owes you anything, little girl. We don't yes, even so know who you are. So be very clear about that. Yeah, get out of here. Right. Okay, I have a question, Carmen. This is for you. I was reading. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm lying. I was a TikTok video. I was watching a TikTok earlier today. Mm -hmm. A father, this is Augusta, Georgia, okay? Mm -hmm. A father is walking around a cemetery doing this TikTok video explaining that 23 years ago, his daughter passed away. They purchased three plots mm -hmm. for him and his wife and his daughter. Daughter passed away. They buried the daughter. Ended up moving away from Augusta. So they came back randomly to visit the plot. Um, or not randomly, I'm sorry. They came back to visit the plot and were going to have her body dug up so that they could get her cremated so that they could take her with them, right? Wherever they live now, it's not convenient to come to Augusta. They ain't want her over here in Augusta. They wanted her to be with them. Right. 
dig up the grave. I mean, that's, I mean, can we just stop right there? I mean, that's deep. It's deep. Because I personally don't know if I would dig my daddy up. I would not. Well, I don't know. I don't have a deceased child, so I don't know. We can't say. We don't know. Oh, it's their child. Yes. This man's daughter. Sorry. I I thought you said wife or something. No, no, no. I was saying he bought three plots for him, the wife, and the daughter. The Mm -hmm. daughter died 23 years ago. So they moved away, came back. Long story short, they dug up the the plot, and it ain't nobody. The daughter is not there. The daughter is missing. Not only is the daughter not there, and the cemetery people are saying well we not they didn't say we don't know what happened they said well it's been 20 years her body has returned to the earth that's what they tell the father now that would be one thing i'm not a scientist so that might be true that might be one thing but what i do know even being a non-scientist is that her shoes that she was buried in her military uniform that she was buried in it did not disintegrate and just turn to dust they have closed the case they have told the father good luck chuck we don't know what to tell you, we said what we said, the body is gone. Now, that is very unfortunate, right? Super unfortunate. Hopefully, he can hire an attorney and get a resolution. In the comments, though, this is what blew my I'm mind. I'm so sick of comments. In the comments, Carmen, sent me spiraling because someone in the comments said, y'all don't know the cemeteries is a scale. They said, when was the last time you saw a new cemetery? And I said, wait a fucking minute. When's the last time I saw them making a cemetery? When's the last time I saw a sign that said it's a new cemetery coming to town? When was the last time? Never. Do they advertise? In my 38 years have I driven past Do they advertise? a plot of land and saw new cemetery coming soon. Never has it happened. The rest of the comments said they do this all the time. They rotate those bodies out and reuse the caskets. Now, when I say my head exploded to the point that I had to go back to our notes and add this to my cards, because I need for somebody to answer this question. What is going on? What is going on? Are cemeteries full of shit? Are they really swapping out bodies? When you leave a funeral, Hmm. do they crank that casket back up and swap it out and take it on down the road? And what are they doing? How do we know? That's very this disturbing. This is how I ended up being a truth-telling conspiracy theorist because something like that just like doesn't how, sit right with I me. I like how you spin that. I'm just saying. Um, what do you think? Right? What are you thinking right now, Carmen? Being a non-conspiracy I'm theorist. I'm thinking several things, but I'm to be honest, that doesn't sound like something that is far-fetched hmm. to me. Although I don't really, I can't say yay or nay on that. Like. It does sound a little too crazy for my life. Have liking. you seen a cemetery opening up? No, a but, new one. But do they People, advertise cemeteries? It's not like they a club. Don't, they don't. Have you ever drove past one and saw a new one opening up? I don't damn know. You ne- I don't keep track no. of cemeteries. No. How many people die just in the United States, just in Atlanta? On a daily basis. Like, just if you sit with this thought. Let me know. look at y'all because Carmen is done with it. But if you <laughs> sit with this thought, when was the last time you saw? That's the first thought. When was the last time you saw a new cemetery opening up? Second thought, how many people, and this is something you could Google, how many people die on a daily basis? Third thought, where the hell are those bodies going? That's just something to think about. Fourth thought, we ain't creating no more land. All the land that we got is all the land that is here. So it's just something to think about. That is a good question. How are they burying everyone? Where are the people going? I mean, think about COVID when they had all those bodies sitting out in the vans outside the hospitals because we ain't got nothing to do with all these people. So here's here's the plan, everybody. Everybody, go research. Go to wherever your loved one was born. 
asked to have them dug up. And we're going to see. And we're going to do a experiment. Imagine. Imagine, though, Carmen. Worldwide. Imagine. And then y'all get back to us in 20. Let us know. When is the, where's the due date? Um, By the end of the year. is Are they still in the ground? December 31st, 2024. Where are they? I want all of y'all to report back. Send in your emails to Dear Auntie Podcast. Let us Let know us that know. you have dug up your dead loved one to get this research for us. The answer is they ain't there no more, Very important. And that is scary because where are they? I have so many questions. Where they at? You know what? <sighs> I want to talk to you really quick about a um, topic that I know really grinds your gears. Oh, gosh. Um, is that why it's not on my notes? Yes. Um, so I know in our recent episodes, we talked about Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. and we talked about how he was saying that he wants a Coretta and this, that, and the third, right? And one of the things that I've noticed about people, uh, I'm going to say black men. I don't know if this applies to black women, but I've seen it a lot with black men. The guys that talk a lot about the civil rights and the black power, a lot of times they're partnered with white women. Okay. That grinds my gears. You were right. (laughs) So I came across a tweet the other day about Quincy Jones, okay, who was notoriously partnered with many, many white women across his lifespan. He talked about how they use interracial marriage as a revolution and a freedom to prove to white men that they could have what they had. So Basically, the interracial dating was a part of a revolution because back in the 40s, they would say, you can't mess with a white man's money. Don't mess with his women. So basically what a quote from Quincy was, we weren't going to take that shit. Charlie Parker, everybody there was married to a white wife. It was a freedom, man. Do what you want to do and nobody can tell you what to do. Nobody could put a boundary around me. It was a defiant thing to say. Nobody can hold us back. As much as I am not in support of interracial marriage, Mm -hmm. Uh I can understand that. I can understand him wanting to say, F you. F you. You didn't oppress me all of these years. Now I'm in control and you can't stop me. I'm going to do the one thing you don't want me to do. I'm going to take your woman. I can Mm -hmm. see that. Okay. Now, am I in agreement with it? No, but I can understand it. Okay. What's your thoughts on it? I think that is a bunch of BS. I think you can be revolutionary in so many other ways. Agree. I just think that trying to... I don't think it's revolutionary. Yeah, it's not revolutionary. I think it's just, I'm going to piss the white man yeah, off. Yeah, and I, and I don't like... And to me, it's trying to do a little cop-out because really the truth is you, you wanted, wanted to woman. dip your toe in, in the vanilla pond and that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, kudos to you or whatever or not, not kudos, kudos to you. Yeah. But... Fine, just let it be that. But I feel like you're trying to put a little twist on it so that people can be like, oh, yeah, that is revolutionary. When the truth is, you just wanted to bone a white lady. And just say that. Because you could be revolutionary. Was Malcolm not revolutionary with his wife? Was, again, MLK not revolutionary with his wife? Were all of these significant, amazing black couples that we've seen over the years and all the work they've done, were they not? freedom fighters and revolutionary because they weren't banging a white lady leave the white women alone y'all know how i feel about it they will ruin your life when cat things, williams, when things so, go wrong when are y'all when is everybody gonna learn that cat williams he's the truth teller the truth teller he's the truth teller and listen I'm to what he's telling listen, us listen it's all good until it's not he and said when it's not it the, ain't the, the way that i learned this in fifth grade y'all i am not a racist person by any means mm-hmm. 
I don't believe in interracial. Does that make me racist if I don't believe in interracial marriage? Does I that think make that makes you pro-black. Oh, okay, I'm pro-black. Yeah, thank you. Um, but in fifth grade, I learned this lesson about white moms. Mm-hmm. I had I was best friends with biracial girls. They had a white mom, a black daddy. The fundamental lesson that I learned is that people with white mothers, they're different. They handle things differently. Absolutely. When shit goes wrong, something else comes out of them. Now, I don't know about people with white daddies, but being raised by a white woman, in my experience, from the women who I know, and I'm talking about men and women, that white mama does something to you. And what is so, it? I don't know. It's like when me and my friends would get into it, it's like something would come out of them. Like that white woman would come out of them. Because mixed children that are raised, like to your point, by black women they don't be the versus same. white women, it's they act the completely it's very different. different. And y'all go study it, okay? Look yeah, at your we ain't got lives. the answers. We, we ain't got the answers. You what we I don't saw. know what it is, but that is something literally I remember the 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 way that their heads spend on me. It was like me arguing with my little black friends. It ain't have nothing on the way to these girls. That, I'm telling you, that white mama came out of them, and I will never forget it. <sighs> so, just just got to be more careful. Got to be careful. Um, do what Cat Williams says. Leave Watch Rosewood and Leave take and go. Yeah, and just let it go. All right. Um, I don't even know where we supposed we to be. We don't even have a segue for um, what? Oh, you have something else. The last thing. Um, the, the Generation Zers said that they are so afraid of getting older they are horrified at the idea of getting old there was a new york post article that said those born between 1997 and 2013 what <laughs> whoa Atten- mm, are expressing grim concerns about hitting the big three oh 30 oh my goodness a milestone that they feel will immediately Zap them of their sexiness. Where? Um, stamina and overall value. And, and to that I say, everybody relax. Yeah, sit down somewhere. Everybody chill out if, a little bit. You weren't about the wrong things, but I remember feeling like 30 was old. But you didn't think you were going to be unsexy. I didn't think I was going to die you when I think, turned 30. No, didn't I didn't think, think life was over. So what it's come down to is that these gener- I'm going to take it a step further. They're saying that they want to kill themselves <laughs> before they hit 40 because they feel like there's nothing else to live for. They don't want to eat well. They don't want to exercise. And an article for The Guardian says that children as young as 10 are demanding anti-aging products f- from their parents. Like they want it. They need it now. And the, term- the dermatologists are saying all you guys need is some cleanser. And a little moisturizer. This is what happens when you take away the innocence of children and you want to create many adults. Yeah. Most children don't have a childlike experience. They have a little adult experience. They're dressed like yeah. little adults. They have the expectations, the responsibilities. A lot of parents are putting the responsibilities of adults on their children Letting them do adult things, involving them in adult conversations, letting them consume adult content, and then you're wondering why they want to do what adults and do. And now you got to buy an eight-step Korean skincare. Get your ass out of here. Uh, oh, girl, set. I'm so glad I'm a boy mom because I wish you would. Get your ass out of here. I'm just buying race cars. Like, that's all I'm buying. I'm not playing these games with aging cream. I don't even wear that stuff. You know, like, get out of here. Mom, I want anti-aging cream now. Get right your this ass. minute. All right. 
Good choice, I'm <laughs> so I just yeah, thought that no. was very interesting because I actually enjoy getting older. I okay, love Okay, I'm not going to say that. It. I love it. You don't love it? I love it. No, you don't. I do. It. I love Ooh, every I'm minute older of it. now. No, tr- I love it. You couldn't pay me to be in my 20s again. You couldn't pay me to be in my younger 30s again. I This age that I'm at now, baby, I've never loved anything so much in my life. I never loved myself this much in my life. I've never loved life this much in my life. I just love everything about being 37, almost 40. Who gonna check me, boo? Okay. I love that for you, Carmen. I don't love getting older My i boundaries do are i stronger. appreciate where i am the evolution mm-hmm. but am i like oh yeah 40 mm, why not sign me why up. not i mean thank god I, you made it to 40 I, so that's what i'm gonna say like i would rather grow old than die you know like i can say that but am i like yes i'm getting older this is exciting no i'm not oh, man. so i think y'all need to really like get out of here you're worrying about the wrong things what would you do if you found out that your husband had four children that you didn't know about? Random question. Um, what? <laughs> let me unpack this. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would I do if I found out my husband had four children that I didn't know about? And he's my husband? <laughs> mm-hmm. You walk down the aisle. Y'all living in the same house. You introduce him to everybody. You posted him to Instagram. I mean, if he's Without the husband, heart over his yeah. face. Without the heart over his face. What would I do? Um, I mean, I would have to leave him right i mean there's no way there's no way i could build my life on such a lie now if there was like one we could maybe talk about one and a half one we could talk (laughs) about one this is how we could talk about one we could talk about one whose mama didn't want nothing to do with you she done ran off got a new man and she didn't pretend it like you don't exist you ain't seen this kid she don't want nothing to do with you and you consider I don't have a child because technically I don't have a child. Okay, we can talk about it. I'm still going to be mad at your ass and I'm going to talk bad to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to curse your mama out because why she ain't tell me. Mm-hmm. But we can talk about it. Okay. But four? Fuck no. Four? Absolutely not. So you, uh, yeah, you're going to say it's a no for you? It's a no for so me. So this happened to one of the cast members of Owns Ready to Love. Um, her name is Kashia. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. She ended up getting divorced from her husband. That's why she's on the show now. But he had four kids just stored up. Alive and well. In the in the bank. Mm. So what, what would you do, Carmen? You're a newlier wed than I am. So It's going to have to be you, a no for me, too. I would probably leave. Because four, four kids, that's a lot. Like, to your point, you can't just kind of skip over it. You can't, mm-mm. you know, it ain't like a little side piece no, that's out there yeah. somewhere and even if it was a side piece i'd still be looking at you side eye but but um, we can talk about it there could be a conversation but four there's nothing there's it's just no nothing we can do here i actually knew a girl who got pregnant the baby daddy's family you know everybody's acting like this is the first grandkid right mm-hmm. until she has the baby and somehow the old baby mama finds her on facebook and she finds out that there's another kid somewhere Everybody in the family was acting like this was the first grandchild. But they knew? They knew that there was another kid. Which is why you got to watch these mamas, okay? But that's another show for another day. That is preposterous. However, the excuse or the conversation became, well, that lady didn't want nothing to do with me. She don't let me see the child, so I don't feel like I have another child. But you guys don't get to say surprise. You don't get to say I don't feel. First grandchild ever. You you guys don't get to say that. Like, y'all, that could be the case, but you don't get to sit up in my face. And play in my face. And play with me like that. Yeah, that's the thing. But I think it's probably more common than... We know. Imagine mm. if, imagine, 
I mean, we always talk about deadbeat baby daddies. Do y'all think that these deadbeats are out here announcing all the kids that they done left behind? Absolutely not. When they mm. move on to the next woman, they lead them kids in the dust like the deadbeat that they are. So mm. I think that this is probably so common. Unfortunately, I don't know how to avoid it if you ask the questions because we get ourselves into these situations when we don't ask the questions but if you but actually you would ask never the question like no you're gonna ask do you, you might, have kids yeah you would you're gonna talk about whether or not yeah. you have kids so if i asked you and you tell me no and your family is pretending and then you like, how could you have avoided it quadruplets yeah you just picked a dirt bag yeah man hmm. so good luck lady good luck lady um are we ready to move into our main topic Let's Are you got some more tea it. no you be pulling the tea you like, know i'll be pulling it but i'm done tea. I'm done. So we're actually going to have a productive conversation. Okay. I know we just did a whole bunch of hooting and hollering, hooting and hollering and kicking. But because it's the beginning of the year and because we know y'all are planning these vision board parties or you probably already went to one. I want to just give the unpopular opinion that your vision board is probably not going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, as harsh as that may sound, I don't want to just talk about the problem with without also presenting a solution. So I don't think your vision board is going to work, but I do want to talk about why. Okay. So I am someone who has been making vision boards since 2008. I don't really make them anymore, but I consistently made them for several years, oh, cool. starting in 2008 after I watched The Secret. If you have not watched The Secret, go check it out. It explains the whole premise and concept of what a vision board is meant to be. The concept is by you setting intentions for what you want, by you envisioning and using your imagination and speaking Mm -hmm. to what you desire, you're going to send out signals into the universe to bring you back what you want, right? You're going to speak what you seek. That concept is real and that works. Okay. The problem with vision boards, several problems, one of them is that we're usually not specific when we create vision boards. And so one of the things that I like to do now that I've evolved and that I wasted all these years making these vision boards that didn't come Mm -hmm. to pass and I didn't manifest is I like to do some pre-work. So in the pre-work part, this is not the fun part. The fun is the party, which is why these vision boards don't be working because we just be there partying. But the (laughs) pre-work is really thinking about your goals, like really getting clear on your intentions. Mm -hmm. Because if you do not do this pre-work where you're like either making a list or, um, you know, just taking notes on some things that you want to work toward, what you're going to do, what most of us do is we get all these magazines, we get this poster board, we come to the party, we got our wine, and then we just start picking out pretty yeah, pictures. Yeah. Or we look over at Carmen's board and we like, ooh, oh, yeah, I'm I car. like that. I'm I want one too. of them. And we start putting that on our board. And then we end up with this collage of beautiful pictures that is not a representation of what we actually desire. A lot of times it's us being um, persuaded or um, influenced by the other people at the party. Mm-hmm. So the first mistake that I think we're making is not being specific and not being intentional. I like that. I like that. So kind of just meditating on what it is that you want to do before you actually put it on the board. Yes. Being intentional about it. Not just pulling shit out your ass. All right. Um, So another thing I think we can kind of talk about is creating a board for your entire life. You know, you really are seeing the vision for your entire life as opposed to just a specific period in time. So I think we I think when we wrote this, we were saying that we need to create it for a specific period of time. Um, And so 
whatever that looks like for you, whether it be um, this year, 2024, I want to get married. So you put that on the board and you manifest that. Or this year, 2024, I want to increase my friendships. And you put that on the board. Um, I think things can get kind of blurry when you're trying to manifest for the next 50 years, (laughs) right? You're trying to create and be intentional about the next 50 years. So really just like you said, um, tuning into a specific part of your life that you really want to focus on, I think is the best way to do that. And having priorities too, Mm -hmm. because girl, I know that I'm God's girl. Okay. I got the faith of not just a mustard seed. Like I got, I got faith, faith. Hey, me too. But if I sit down at this vision board and I think that this year in these next 12 months, I'm going to manifest a husband, a baby, a new car, a a mansion, Girl, stop a million playing. Dollars. It's, that, that's the reality. Could it happen? Yes. It's probably not going to happen. Show. It's probably not going to happen. So being <laughs> intentional, having priorities, really focusing, like honing in on that thing. If I could just achieve one thing one. over this specific period of time, what would I and focus on? And that's what success really is, achieving those small goals, small goals, small goals, small goals. I love hitting a small goal or yes. a small... Celebrate um, the small wins. Yeah, crossing the finish line. All right. Um, okay, so another one, and I kind of mentioned this um, previously, is the vision board workshop turned into a wine tasting. And this is, I'm speaking for myself, okay, because I've definitely gotten into some of these vision vision board parties, and it's me and my homegirls. Right. So we're here to plan our lives, but then we just start talking shit. We talking about what went on last week on the episode right. of Power. We, we got lost in the sauce in this uh, magazine. Now we're talking about one of the articles. We're sipping on this wine. Now we're getting tipsy, and it totally distracts us from what we're there to do. So... I'm not the fun police, but what are we here for? So don't drink and vision board. Not necessarily. If you do your pre-work, you got your intentions, you know what your vision is, then you can just come here and put it on the board versus you have no clue what you want, and then you come here and now you're drinking and you're talking and kikiing, and and then it's just like defeating the whole purpose. So, yeah, getting distracted, I think, will definitely, like that is one of the easiest ways to literally like deter yourself from actually going after your dreams. Fear of being judged, I think, is a good one, too. Mm. Um, You're sitting, like you said, beside your homegirl, and you want to put that you want to be married on your vision board, but you just told her last week, I ain't checking for these niggas. You know what I mean? Or you know that she is a bitter Betty. Yeah. So you're ashamed to say you really want a man. You don't want nobody to know. Right. And so just being really, you can't manifest anything. Without being honest with yourself. That part. First. So um, anytime you're manifesting, as someone who feels like I'm one of God's favorites, you know, anytime I ever done thought of something, God said, okay, here you go. As long as you stay faithful, as long as you stay on your road, as long as you walk in your purpose, baby, I got you. So I just know that the only reason that happens is because I am true to myself and I'm real with myself and I'm honest with other people and sometimes it's not even just the judgment of the people who are in the room Mm -hmm. but what if you want something for yourself that's in opposition of what your mom wants for you Mm -hmm. or what if you want to go in a totally different direction from what you've been doing so i think a lot of times it's fear of not just like the people who can see your board but also fear of actually going after the things that you truly desire based on like the judgments or opinions of other people yeah um it's all about you focus on yourself it's your vision baby cat williams said what 
It's mm-hmm. called esteem of your self. You got to take care of yourself, worry about yourself, make sure mm-hmm. you're doing right by yourself, and create your vision based on yourself. Because you're the only one that's going to live this life. That's right. Um, lastly... If you don't do anything after the party, after the party is the after party, okay? After the party, there has to be action, okay? You can't just get together, sip the wine, make the pretty board, put it up on your wall put it in your like garage. a piece of art, put it in your and then garage. go on about your life. Yeah, you know, because I don't know where none of my vision boards are. That part. But the people who do, those are the people whose visions actually came You're to right. I know people who literally, like, take their vision board out on a daily basis and remind themselves wow. or take a picture of it and put it on their phone as a screensaver to remind That's yourself amazing. of what you're working for. That's what it takes, though. That's what I'm that. saying. Those are the people who it actually works for. The majority of us, we don't do that. We don't do anything after the party. We don't take any action. We don't actually create an action plan for our goals. We're just like, okay, God, this is what I want. This is my wish list. Poof. And then we just expect it to happen. And then a year later, we creating the same damn board again. Well, if I could be real honest. Be honest, Auntie Carm. <laughs> I'm not really a vision board girly. So okay. I think that's why my vision board, I don't even know, You're like, we don't even know what we're doing. Um, you do something, though, Carmen. What I, do you do? I um. So every new year, what I do is I, um, I, I write it down. Like, I okay. write my stuff down. Um. I don't say every new year. This new year, I prayed right before midnight. I prayed. I wrote down my goals. I prayed over that. And I sat there and I manifested, like you said, and was really intentional about the things that I was hoping for. Um, A couple of years before that, I took, like, I wrote um, my goals on a little piece of paper and put them into a mason jar. And then, so similar to a vision Mm -hmm. board. But, um... I ain't going to lie. Don't invite me to a vision board party. Y'all. Carmen, we're having a vision board party at your oh. house. What are you talking about? We're literally... Ha- Put the camera on me, please. Guys, we're literally having a vision board party at Carmen's house. And she just said... Oh. Anyway. Okay. So I'll be keep, there. Keep the camera on me because I do make vision boards. <laughs> and I got some suggestions for you in case... Shit. In case you want to make a vision board. Okay. So if you want to avoid these mistakes that we have just talked about... Some of the things that I started to do that I think would be a better solution than just creating this collage of pretty pictures, consider doing a vision book versus a vision board. Mm. And so what this looks like is literally a um, like a sketchbook. So the notebook that doesn't have any lines in it. So it's literally the same concept as a vision board, but it's something that you can carry with you. Mm. It's something you can refer back to. Portable. It's, some, it's portable. And so again, part of the reason why vision boards don't work is because we didn't forget the vision. We don't even know what we yeah. put up on that board and we pull it out it got dust on it, and we like no wonder why this stuff did not come to mm-hmm. pass so having a vision book allows you to add to it your vision might change you could take some stuff out of it and it's more of like a living document yeah. so to speak versus just like this piece of art that's up on the wall so that's one thing another thing is the 12-week year so i don't know if y'all are familiar with the concept of the 12-week year If you're not, it's a book. I'll link it down below. You can grab it on Amazon. But it's a concept that challenges you to plan your year in 12 weeks. So basically, you are turning a quarter of the year into a a full year. Mm. So the theory is that when we give ourselves the entire 12 months to do a goal, nine times out of 10, we're not really going to start working on on that goal until like month 10, when we realize that we ain't (laughs) did shit for the last 10 months. It's like at the end of the year, everybody's in this scramble to make all the money that they can or close out their books or get Mm -hmm. stuff done because we've given ourselves this deadline. So it's basically moving that deadline up to 12 weeks 
so that you can accomplish more in 12 weeks than you would over 12 like months. That. So look it up. I Check like it out. It, it doesn't work for everybody, but it's a system and a strategy that might help you get stuff done. Um, and then lastly, an accountability partner or an accountability group. So Carmen is part of my accountability. She's going to be at the vision board party that she has forgotten about. Um, <laughs> but you need somebody that can say, girl, I saw you wrote down that you were going to not eat fried food this year. Or I saw you say that you was going to stop smoking that weed. I saw you say you weren't going to be drinking every night. What you doing with that drinking? Now don't night? be saying that too much now. Don't I'm be, doing all Don't be things. doing that. Like, what? Like saying... Like what you not gonna do? Yeah, like if I say I'm gonna cut back on drinking and I'm don't having a glass you. of wine, I don't need you to come to me Get with that foolishness. Business. Well, tell me one time, but you're not your accountability partner. That's a good point. Your accountability <laughs> partner is not responsible for you. Let's right. say that you mm-hmm. still are responsible for yourself. Um, however, I do think having somebody that at least is aware of your goals yes. so that they can remind you because. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to 100% follow this, but at least let me know that you got my back and you're going to keep me on track. That's right. I agree. So get you a friend, somebody who supports you, um, somebody who you can trust, somebody who's not a hater that can help keep you accountable (laughs) throughout the year. For sure. I love those tips. Okay, now. You ready to get into some Dear Auntie? Let's do it. Dear Aunties, I love the show. Thank you. And I hope you all will be reading my question. We are. Here we are. And that I'll get a response. You will. So I'm a 28-year-old living in Houston. My parents have been divorced for about 10 years now. She's dated men. She, I guess she means her mom. Has dated men since then. No biggie. But her most recent boyfriend is a little different. This guy is also 28 years old. And it's making me extremely, all caps, uncomfortable. My mom is 53, and I'm just really grossed out by the whole thing. I'm simply not interested in hanging out with them, chatting, or even entertaining them when they're together at all. While I feel like I'm well within my rights, I can tell it's creating tension in my mom in my relationship. Am I being selfish? Thanks, aunties. Lauren. Well, Lauren, I can say that I get it. I get why your mom dating someone your age would be very weird for you, very uncomfortable. Um, And it's also just weird when your parents start dating in general after they've gotten divorced Mm -hmm. or they're not with the person that, you know, is your biological father or mother, right? Um, The other part of that, though, is I don't think you get to be grossed out by your mom dating. Like, she's a whole woman. She's a whole person. She is your mom done seen and did more than you ever could imagine Lauren so I think you can just uh, let that little piece of that go Um, are you being selfish I think so I think you are I think your mom has found somebody obviously she likes she's brought them around you if this is not something that she's often done I don't know you didn't put that in here but I do think it's selfish I think you a grown lady you almost 30 years old your mama is clearly grown I think you just got to kind of let mama have a life, too. Mama got to live, too. But I get why it's weird. It is weird. It is, <laughs> actu- it is actually weird. Um, it would be a red flag for me. Okay. I mean, I watch 90 Day Fiance. I know that when these young boys get these older ladies, they it's usually not for real love. Mm. So if there are... I mean, she didn't say anything like that, so I don't know that this is the scenario. So but good point. I would be... You know, my antennas would be up because what are you doing with this lady? So you think you're trying we to get a green know, card? I mean, come on, Carmen. We know that the ideal 
candidate for a 28 year old ideally is not a 56 year old woman like nobody would put that on their vision board since we're talking about it now why you gotta do people like that because you you might fall in love with an older woman but is that who you are going out to find? I don't think that 28-year-old went out like, ooh, I'm about to find me a 56-year-old. Well, who said that he found her? She might have been Maybe looking for him. Maybe she was a cougar on the Maybe prowl. she was. But considering these details, ma'am, what's her name? Lauren. Lauren. Considering these details, I would just say if there's no reason for you to be, like, side-eyeing her, it truly is just you are uncomfortable with it, then, yeah, you're going to have to get over it. But either way, you're going to have to get over it because your mama's grown. She's going to do what she want to do. But I do think if you notice, you know, if he out spending your mama money, definitely you should be saying something about it. absolutely. Yes, you should say something about it. Is it going to matter? Probably not. Is she going to get mad at you? Probably. Is it going to change anything? Probably not. So, yes, you are entitled to your feelings. You can have your opinions, but... Unfortunately, they're probably just gonna rub her the wrong way. It's just gonna cause a problem, more yeah. of a problem than just tell her I told you so after it doesn't work out. <laughs> okay, dear aunties, I recently met a man on a popular dating app. We haven't been on a date yet, but I'm thinking about it. However, something on his profile is bothering me, and I'm not sure if it's a red flag or a sign to run. So he mentions people like Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate a lot. And I feel like these men don't align with my values at all. And I'm wondering (laughs) if these are people he regularly references, then maybe we aren't actually in alignment despite our conversations. Should I run, Shelby? Ooh. Um, Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. So let me put the disclaimer out by saying that I am not opposed to... Everything that Kevin Samuels or Andrew Tate says. I'm not opposed to it all. I'm not saying I agree with it all, but I'm saying there are some things that I can agree with, right? So I want to say that, but then I also want to say that, yes, it's a red flag. Because if you have never been out with this guy, and these are the conversations that he's having, he's (laughs) constantly... You say he's mentioning them a lot. So if he's constantly referencing these two people... That tells me that this is a part of his beliefs. Like, he's getting his beliefs, his thoughts, his opinions from these people. And if you feel the need to reference these folks by name in this very infant stage of us dating, and I'm not in agreement with that, then I should just walk away now before my feelings get involved, before I give you the chance to play in my face, before I give you the opportunity to hurt my feelings. I'm going to say... Yeah, those are probably red flags. And until you have anything, you know, before you have anything invested, I would just walk away when you have nothing to lose. What you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that people that reference Kevin Samuels or Andrew Tate, I don't think are my kind of people anyway. So my advice would be to run. But that could be with anybody. That could be with anything. It doesn't have to be Kevin Samuels. It could be someone who is like a Trump stan. I'll be like, we clearly don't have anything in common. I'm going to just exit stage left. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if these people just, if it is a red flag for you from the jump, I think that is likely that your morals, that your stances on a lot of important things are probably not going to be in alignment um so yeah for me that would definitely be a red flag i don't think it's super judgy um i think it's just you being able to kind of i think you know from it's the you knowing yourself it's self-awareness that you're not in alignment with this man yeah so save yourself so, get back on the app and swipe on somebody else yeah for sure all right last question 
Dear aunties, I have a friend who I've known for about 15 years now. We've been through pretty much everything together. So, of course, I was there for the birth of her daughter, who is now eight years old. While I love my friend dearly, I really don't like, I really don't feel like she's a good mom. Girl, I thought she was going to say, I really don't like her daughter. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know this sounds super judgy, but I just can't shake how I feel about it. To me, she seems really irresponsible because she does things like allowing her daughter to listen to rap music with inappropriate words. She doesn't really correct her when she's disrespectful, and she doesn't seem to take her schoolwork seriously. Like, she doesn't check her homework and just allows her to immediately get on her iPad when she gets home. Am I crossing the line if I say something? I'm kind of lost on what to do at this point. Karima. Now, that's a lot. Girl, you better not say nothing, Karima, unless you never want to talk to... If if you don't want to be friends with this girl again, then have at it. Oh, my gosh. There are a lot of things that you can question people about. You cannot. Being a mother is not one of them. You can't say that. Especially if you're not a mama yourself. Now, you didn't say this. I don't know if if homegirl has Uh, kids. Yeah, she didn't say. But, girl, don't do it. All I know is you are not allowed to say a word. You shall not. You gonna have to take this to your grave, to the cemetery. You gonna have to just dig every up. time she let the little baby cuss the cuss words. You curse just with her, cuss with Sing her. Sing along, mind your business, I mean, or don't be friends with her. If, if it makes you uncomfortable, don't go around her. But if yeah. you think you gonna correct her parenting, you got another thing coming. You got two things coming. Two things: a right and a left, <laughs> bitch. Because who are you talking to? You know, I've been in Facebook groups and people have posted a picture of a kid, Carsey, and somebody in the comments is like, you know, Carsey, they ain't supposed to have it. Girl, when I tell you, don't nobody want to hear that. You could literally be trying to save a child's life. Don't nobody want you questioning their parents. But why do you think that is, though? Nobody wants you questioning their parents. I know, but my thing is, is is there, I guess my question is, because I'm not a a parent. And this is something I want to know, too, now. Is there ever a safe space for someone to no. tell you something about no. your child? No. Okay, you heard it here first, guys. I don't tell us. A left you let and me a right. Know. You let me know. I think you're gonna hit, get hit with a two piece and a biscuit, baby. <laughs> if you come over here telling me how to be a mom, <gasps> Woo! I, I just, Cole says she going to jail. I mean, I just don't think that unless there's a true safety concern. Mm-hmm. If you see the boyfriend touching the girl inappropriately, mm-hmm. then you have a, a chance to say something. Yeah. Not just to the mama, but you need to call the authorities. Those are the situations where I feel like, okay, I don't care about your feelings. Like, I care about this, the well-being of this child. But this little girl cursing along to the music, that ain't gonna do nothing, but she gonna curse now, your ass out. what if she's singing, you know, she read? Whose problem is that? The mama gonna be the grandmama when the child turns 13. That's their business to deal with. But this is not <sighs> my concern it I, is, I don't have to raise this child if you the god mama maybe if you the god mama i don't know auntie cole maybe if you're the god mama. i don't know because it's taking us back to our uh village so no here's the thing Mm-mm. here's the thing correct the child but not the mom here's the thing but see some people don't even like when you do that don't say nothing to my child <laughs> y'all get so sensitive baby it's real but it's like okay here's the thing I saw this video on Twitter where it was like, I guess it was a birthday party. And they were like little short people, little short girls. They were probably like five, six, maybe-ish. Five, I saw six. this video. And they were doing karaoke to Sexy Red, like saying all the words. Bend it over. Side, side, side. Now, if I had a friend and she posted that video, you better believe I'm dialing her number. 
or I'm texting her, I'm going to hit the, the, whatever link it was that she posted, whatever social site it was, I'm going to copy link, paste into her chat, and be like, ma'am, what is this? Do you think, can you think of a friend right now who might post something like that of their child? Can you think of anyone? I can't, but we talking for the people. Do you even think that you, Carmen, would associate with someone who would do that? I don't think that you, I think that the people, those little girls that Mm -hmm. was at that party, they mamas was there too. I think that people who are like that, they associate with one another. I know, but my point is this. I've had a a friend in the past that, we're not friends now, but we were friends when I was at this kind of like, I was in my 30s. -hmm. I knew better. And she did too. But she had her daughter in like a crop top shirt and she was pretty young for a crop top shirt in my mm-hmm. opinion and I kind of just looked at it like I didn't say nothing but I kind of I wanted to say something I looked at it like what would you have said though you don't think that shirt a little too I'd short been for like, what, what kind of shirt you got my niece in like girl got, that would not have gone you well got my niece, <laughs> you got my niece in the streets with this crop top I've seen a couple of posts on Facebook where I've seen these little girls I'm like y'all let <sighs> these babies go to school with these crop high school even high school, you should not be wearing a crop top in high Agreed. school. I agree. I agree. And so, or at least to the high school itself. But I just don't think in general. But anyway, that's just me. But okay, so you basically saying, regardless. Now I'm not. There's saying, no way. I'm not. I am not saying that this is the way that it should be. Okay, All I'm saying is, is that I don't think it's going to work out the way you want it to. For real. If you approach someone trying to correct their parenting okay. and the child is not in danger. And if the child is in danger, I still don't think it's going to work out because that mama knows that the child is in danger and they're mm-hmm. okay with it. So okay. I think any way that you, any way that the scenario plays out, it's just not going to get the result that you want to get. I'm not saying you're wrong for saying something. I just don't think you're going to get okay. the result. I think she's going to curse you out and you're never going gotcha. to be friends no more. All right. So that's the moral of the story. Ladies, if you see the five year old singing sexy red, don't say nothing. Don't send your kid if over you there. See don't the babies with Daisy Dukes and crop tops. Don't say nothing. That ghetto mama is if gonna beat you, you up if you say something. If you see Imagine. that she done glued some tracks in her little baby toddler head, good luck, girl, with the edges. That is you and your mama that's gonna have to deal with them edges, and not me. And is this ideal? No. Okay. In an ideal society. This was a village, and we would we would know better, so we would already be doing better. Like, yeah. ideally, we wouldn't even be talking about this. Ideally, we would have a village, and your child would be just like my child. Your child would respect <sighs> me just like you, re- you know, like my child respects you. It, ideally. Yeah. We don't live in an ideal world. We lived in a messed up world where messed up people have kids. And I need y'all to just, just do better. Do better. We're on we're here every week, Carmen, talking about grown-ass people cutting up. We sure What are. do you think their kids are doing? If this is their example. Well, we've seen several. We've seen several examples. Um, I just saw Drake in the club with a child. Uh, and I'm like, Drake, what are you doing? But see, Drake don't have cursing his rapping kid. kid. Yeah, but Drake don't have, he don't have his kid in the club exactly. cursing and rapping. Do better. So the moral of the story, what's her name? Uh, Karima. Karima. If you want to be friends with this girl, my opinion, my advice is to mind your business think twice yeah just don't go around her and her kid if it bothers you but if you think that you're gonna say something and she's gonna be like you know what you know she what does her, she shouldn't be bad listening mom. i should not it's not gonna, it's, <laughs> that is never gonna play out like that so just save yourself some time unless you truly never want to talk to this lady again then go for it um that's our last question all right 
That's they it. They're going to be scared to write us. If you're not scared and you still want some advice, DearAuntiePod at gmail.com is where you can drop us your questions. Yes. We love hearing from y'all. We do. We appreciate we do. you tuning in, tapping in. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. If you don't, don't leave a review. We don't care. Keep it to yourself, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.